0: Hi teachers, I'm Carly Walton, and this is the Teach Music Online podcast, your number one resource for innovative online music teaching. How's it going today? I hope that you've had a great week so far, wherever you are in the world. I wanted to thank you so much for tuning in to these episodes every single week. If you're new, welcome. I'm Carly, I'm the host of this show, and you'll hear a mixture of interviews, tips, and all kinds of resources shared with you inside the Teach Music Online podcast. I've received some of the nicest emails and messages from listeners, and it means so much to me to hear that these episodes are helpful for you. In addition to the podcast, I run a monthly membership for teachers. In this membership, I provide workshops, courses, coaching sessions, and of course, the engaged online teaching community. A teacher recently said this about the membership. What I see in this organization is the real deal, people helping people. From the very beginning, I have been struck by how Carly has led us by example. Her enthusiasm, passion, sincerity, and singularity of purpose remain constant sources of inspiration. Yes, she is articulate and a clear thinker, but more importantly, her methodology works. It's obvious in how everything is structured from course content and events to setting goals and doing follow-ups. She truly cares thank you so much anonymous post about the membership i really really appreciate it in today's episode we are talking about hosting virtual recitals If you're an online music teacher, a virtual recital offers an excellent opportunity for your students to get a chance to perform. Not only are online recitals a great motivator for students, but your students' parents would tell you (laughs) that they are so convenient and fun for relatives to attend as well. And we are coming up on recital season for many of you. I know April and May are huge for recitals, if not also throughout the summer and fall. One of our TMO members, Rudine, recently shared this about her recent virtual recital. She said, we had four online recitals and grandparents, students, classmates, and so many others joined us. We had people joining in from near and far, even in Guatemala. I received so many comments about how much people enjoyed it. We'll be doing more of these for sure. I love that. I love hearing from one of our members And Rudine actually has, she has more than 100 students that she teaches in group classes. So she, as she said, had more than four online recitals that she organized. Okay, so we're going to dive in today to how to run a virtual recital. If you've been hesitant or you've just, you've been thinking about it, maybe it has felt a little overwhelming, or maybe you haven't wanted to overwhelm your students or their parents during the pandemic, well, I'm going to tell you now is the time if you're teaching online, especially if you have students that live in other locations, an online recital gives them a chance to perform and it's not something that I think should be skipped or just not done at all with your studio. They Students need opportunities to perform. So I've broken up my tips into two sections. The first one is about preparing for your online recital and the second one will be tips for running your online recital. So let's start with five tips for preparing getting ready for your recital. Number one is schedule your recital with input from your students and families. As an online teacher, your students may be in different locations and time zones. (laughs) It's important to find a time that works for everyone. And an easy way to do this is to send out three to four recital date and time options and have the student respond with which times work best for them. You can then use the feedback from your students to pick a date. So what I usually do is choose two different days, like a Friday and a Saturday, and I choose two times for each day, usually a morning and an evening, and gauge the group that I'm asking to see which times work best, and then whatever works best for the majority is the date that I choose. Tip number two, choose a date and schedule the recital as a meeting in Zoom. Once you have feedback from your students, you can choose which dates and times you want to do your recitals. Also you can do multiple recitals. I usually like to have 8 to 12 students in a recital, so if you have a really large studio, you may need to schedule multiple recitals. That also depends on how many songs they're performing, how old they are, and how long their songs are. So if you have a lot of advanced students, I'd keep it you know, 8 to 10 students, but if you have whole lot of beginners, you could go all the way up to 15. Within Zoom, you can schedule meetings and then you can email out the meeting link to your studio in advance. I also would make it so they don't have a password required. Just make it turn the passcode off so that they don't need to enter that when they come to the call because I guarantee you when they try to get in, they will be emailing you and texting you because they can't find the passcode. Tip number three, send out an official recital invitation. Write an email announcing the recital and be sure to include instructions on which app to download. I recommend, of course, that you use Zoom, but also Rock Out Loud is an amazing alternative. I would just use whatever you've been using for your lessons. Now, if you're using FaceTime or Duo or Messenger, those are not great for group recitals, so either Rock Out Loud, Skype, or Zoom are going to be your best meeting places to host. I also suggest using a website like Canva to create your invites. You can do that for free on canva.com and email out those invites to your to your students and their parents, making it a little bit more official. Also include on your invite anything that they might need to know for that meeting. Tip number four is to email the recital program. A few days before your online recital, send out the program. So this is the order and so the order of students and the songs that they are playing. This is really helpful for students to reference during the recital for an easy transition between students. I've done it both ways, teachers, where I just call on students and I say, so-and-so is on deck, you're next. But I've found that that feels a lot messier than if they just know who's going next. That way the parent can get, make sure the camera is ready. The student can already be at their piano ready to go for when the previous student finishes. Tip number five, confirmation text. The day before the recital, text your students or their parents a reminder for the recital time in their time zone and a reminder to make sure that the app for the recital is downloaded and ready to go. In this text, give them your Zoom or whatever ID number they need to know and just make sure they, ha- they know exactly how to enter the meeting. You can't remind students or their parents enough about your recitals. So don't hesitate to confirm, reconfirm, and send out a few reminder emails about the recital because these families have likely have a lot going on, especially during the springtime, during spring or summer, when there are probably other activities going on or events. So just make sure you remind them several times about your recital. Here are six tips for hosting your online recital. Number one, decide on a locked or open recital. So if you don't want participants coming and going, then you need to lock your meeting once it has started so no one else can join. So the reason I want to say this is because if you choose, you could have an open recital and allow your students to send that meeting link to grandparents, siblings, maybe if their parents live in different locations, they could send that and have people in other locations join to watch them play or you can choose to just lock the room as soon as your all of your students are in so that no one else can join so just make sure you know in advance what you want to do if you want it to be open then make sure to include that on your invitation hey send out the link to others and now since COVID 19 so many people already have zoom downloaded It's a great opportunity to easily invite others because most people or quite a few people are now familiar with these virtual calling platforms so it's not going to be too hard to get them in on the recital so that they can watch your students play. Tip number two, introduce the recital and welcome everyone. As soon as you get all of your students in the recital, introduce each of your students in their different locations. And then also make sure you you do a screen recording of the recital, I'm just including that here because it's something you'll do at the very beginning. And you'll want to remind students to say their name and the name of the piece they will be playing. Also, you can invite them to use the chat feature. They can use it or you can use it to write the program and let people know what the names of the songs and the students are as soon as they start playing. Tip number three is to make sure all participants are muted and have the student unmute themselves when it's time for them to perform. You can you can actually mute everyone from your end as the host. You won't always, depending on your settings, be able to unmute them. So you just need to let them know at the beginning, when it's your turn to play, unmute yourself. If you do have the ability to unmute them, something that I like to do is unmute them in between each student so that everyone can can clap for each other and applaud each other. That's often really fun. Sometimes it can feel a little awkward for the student when they finish playing and they look over at the screen. They can see everyone's faces, but they can't hear anything. So if anything, make sure that you applaud them, but you could also choose to unmute everyone or have them unmute themselves so that they can clap. Tip number four is spotlight the performer. When you're using Zoom, you can spotlight certain people or users in the call. Make sure, this is so important, that you always spotlight the performer. And this is so that everybody that's watching is looking at the same person. If not, you may have someone unmute themselves accidentally or maybe you do, it's going to be jumping around screens. So just always make sure you spotlight the performer when it's their turn. I've made the mistake sometimes of forgetting to spotlight the next student and I'm listening to them play and then I'm realizing, Oh shoot, that's not the person on the screen right now or you know, I, I noticed it a few seconds into their song. So just get into the habit of spotlighting spotlighting the next person. Tip number five is to perform at the end. You should be performing at the end of your own recital. And guess what? They really don't care what you play. Pull out an old piece, sight read a new piece, pull out a song from a musical, a Disney song, something from a popular soundtrack. I have the same song I play, the same arrangement of we wish you, or not we wish you Merry Christmas, it's have yourself a merry little Christmas every year at my Christmas recitals because it's beautiful, I love kind of, it's my send off into the holidays. So you could play the same song, it doesn't matter, I just think it's a fun way for the parents to be reminded that you also are a musician. Also, just a thought on that, you can prepare a themed recital, If you want, I love doing themed recitals. It just it mixes it up versus just having students play whatever they're working on every semester. Number six is to make sure you record your recital within Zoom so that you can share it with students later. Now, recital recordings are a really powerful way for you to share content online. You do want to make sure you have permission from the parents to share anything on social media, but sharing little clips from your recital is so such great content for others to see because they get to see the community, they get to see that you actually are a teacher online like because you can say you teach online but when until you can visually show that in your marketing it's hard for people to visualize so record your recital in zoom and you can do that directly in zoom if you're using other platforms there's a really great software called screen flow that allows you to record your screen as well or you can just record your screen with QuickTime. so just make sure you get that recorded so that you can use it and share it with the students here are just a few additional thoughts about hosting a virtual recital. If you have students in different time zones or students who simply cannot make it, then you could consider having those students send you their recital videos recorded. You can put those videos in a YouTube playlist and play them live during your recital. So you would just share your screen, make sure you also share your screen's audio, and you would insert them in the program and they, those watching won't really know much of a difference because they still get to see the student perform. And along the lines of a YouTube playlist, if you are short on time or you're not sure about hosting the recital live with everybody there, something that I've also done is have all of my students send me a YouTube link to their recital piece. I put all of them in one playlist and I'll call it 2021 Spring Recital and you might have 20 to 30 videos of your students playing. And then you can send that playlist to all of your students so that they can watch their peers perform, or you could do a live Zoom call, but no one is actually performing live. You're just playing the pre-recorded YouTube playlist, if that makes sense. So that's another way. It's more like a live showing or a premiere because everything is recorded in advance. And you, you miss out, I will say a little bit on the performance aspect. You, I like virtual recitals because I, I like for my students to get a little bit nervous and to practice playing for others and to have those feelings of playing live in front of other people. I think that's really good. But if you are working into this space still, maybe you don't have a time where everybody can meet, then you could consider doing a YouTube playlist. I wish you the best of luck with your virtual recitals this spring, or if you're listening to this later. We would love to hear what your virtual recital tips are in the Teach Music Online Facebook group. This is a very common question that comes up again and again, and there are teachers doing it in a lot of different really creative ways so come on into the Facebook group it is free and either ask your questions or share with us your recital videos let's motivate each other to have some really awesome recitals in these coming months Please consider leaving a review for the Teach Music Online podcast. I read every single review and I appreciate you sharing this podcast with other teachers as well. If you go to teachmusic.online forward slash podcast, you can share that link anywhere on Facebook. You can email it if you're in a teacher association because I want more teachers to have success and motivation and encouragement with their online studios. If you've ever felt challenged by running an online business, then you know how it can feel. You know how it can also feel isolating. So we want to bring our community of teachers worldwide, globally together, and really help one another. And I know the podcast is just one of the ways that we can do that. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Who is your business coach? If you don't have one, I would be so honored to be your coach. I created a virtual course and coaching membership called Teach Music Online that I want to invite you to join me in with 60 plus videos, online teaching certification, monthly live group sessions, hundreds of hours of recordings and online forums, you'll know exactly how to create a thriving online business that gives you the flexibility and freedom that I know you deserve. Plus, you'll have the support of hundreds of like-minded teachers along the way. So when you're ready to really take what you're learning on this podcast to the 10x level, then come check out the Teach Music Online membership at teachmusic.online forward slash membership. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing week and as always, happy teaching.